Well, hello there. Hola. Welcome back, everyone, to Amigas About Friends. Welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be talking about season one, still in season one, episode 14, the one with the candy heart. Ooh, do you like this? I like this. I do like those. I don't think a lot of people like them, but I like them. I do like those. But this is the one episode. It is set in Valentine's Day, one of my least favorite holidays. Let's get started. <laughs> so we get started before the credits roll with Ross, Joey, and Chandler. They're at the coffee shop talking about Ross's female neighbor, who just happens to be at the coffee shop as well. Ross tells them that she lent him an egg once, and the guys say that now he has an in to hit on her because she lent him an egg. And they give him an egg to take to her uh, so Ross can say, here's your egg. I'm giving you your egg back. Uh, Ross then goes to talk to her uh, with their encouragement and with this egg. (laughs) Have you ever been pressured by your friends to hit on a guy or a girl? Yes, more often than not. All throughout high school, though, I don't think so much in my grown-up days because by the time I was 21 I wasn't hitting the clubs I was a mother of two (laughs) so I was home with my kids and married back then Um, but definitely definitely in high school and it was always super embarrassing because they would like make such an escandalo like oh my god go talk to him and it's like shut the fuck up like you're over here trying to play it cool and they're like being yeah, like all obvious it's like can you guys stop you're ruining it <laughs> but other than high school i don't think so what about you uh, i think also pretty similarly in high school um and even in middle school <laughs> like oh go talk to that boy he likes you i heard he has a crush on you you like him don't you um and so i did do that um as as an adult, not so much. Um, and it might even be because of the nature of, like, even though it's 2020 and things are changing, um, a lot of the times it's dudes who come up to you. So I kind of just waited, you know, <laughs> and eventually someone will come talk to me. <laughs> but no, I mean, I want to say at work a couple of times, uh, someone will be like, ooh, I heard so-and-so thinks you're cute you should go talk to him but not in in the way that like Chandler and Joey were doing for Ross just a lot more (laughs) casual but I mean yeah it did happen definitely in grade school yeah nothing with an egg (laughs) no definitely nothing with an egg after the credits Phoebe walk in and Monica tells Rachel that Phoebe is thinking about going out with Roger the next day, which is Valentine's Day. Uh, Phoebe then says that it's nice to have a date on Valentine's Day. Rachel then asks Joey and Chandler what they are doing for Valentine's Day. And Joey explains that if all goes well tonight, they both might have plans on Valentine's Day, meaning him and Chandler. Joey is taking Chandler on a double date with a girl that Joey has liked for a while. And she told Joey that she would go out with him if he brought a date for her friend. So Chandler's being set up on a blind date. Have you ever been set up on a blind date? Or have you ever been asked to accompany a friend on a date? Uh, Yeah, both actually. And they both happened on the same day. So I had a friend named Barbara and she couldn't go on a date because she was, I don't know, we were already 18, but her parents were super strict. So they were like, you can't go on a date with this dude unless he brings a friend uh, or you guys bring another couple rather. And so he brought 
the friend and then she brought me and it was a blind date because I had no idea who she was bringing she told me the name but like I didn't it didn't register to me but she did tell me oh he goes to our church and it ended up being my now (laughs) ex-husband so our our first date was a blind date and you know what it was kind of awkward for everyone I feel because I think the guy that invited my friend out was super into my friend but she wasn't really into him Mm. and then I wasn't into my now ex-husband back then not yet at least so it was just kind of awkward but luckily we we did a lot of things like we went to LA we went to the Santa Monica Pier we went to the observatory we went to like a restaurant like we did like a shit ton of things. So there was no like, there wasn't a lot of like super awkward moments. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Have you ever been set up on a blind date or accompanied a friend on a date? I've definitely accompanied friends on dates. Um, I can't pinpoint who at the moment, but I know it's happened. It's definitely been a situation where it's like, look, I can't go unless somebody goes with me and you have to go and his friends are going to be there and it's like, great. And then like the one, not to be a bitch or mean, but the one ugly friend always hits on you when it's like a group of fucking people. Like, he's <laughs> so ballsy. I don't understand, which is a good thing. And hey, who knows? People might think I'm not the cutest, right? And I'm like over here being all adventurous and shit as far as hitting on people. But uh, <laughs> but it was only when I was younger. But also, I used to be the third wheel often with my one cousin and her then boyfriend I would go like visit her and then it was like well come with us and it's like okay but he was cool and he never really they never really made me feel super uncomfortable so it was fine (laughs) but uh yes so we're still in the coffee shop and Ross comes back to tell the guys that he now has a date with his neighbor on Valentine's Day so you know him going to talk to her did work but he didn't use the egg which is something we realize when he hugs Chandler or Chandler hugs him and the egg cracks. But anyway, we then cut to a scene uh, of a night at the restaurant where Joey and Chandler are meeting their dates. Uh, The girls arrive soon and to everyone's surprise, the girl that Chandler is being set up with is Janice, his ex, who at this point he has broken up with two times. Yes. Uh, The date is going horribly for Chandler while Joey is having a great time with his date. Uh, have you ever seen an ex in a super unexpected place after your breakup? I want to say, luckily, no. Anytime I've seen one ex in particular has been on purpose. Uh, And back then, it was always like a scenario of like, oh, he's going to be there. And it's like, okay, I'll come. (laughs) Because I still had a thing for him. (laughs) But no, I don't think I've seen any of my exes in unexpected places which I can appreciate (laughs) and you I have um it's never been a thing where we stop and talk uh, but it's always been extremely unexpected one of the most recent ones was we me and my current boyfriend went to Target and we're just walking around talking and actually it was right when we were getting into Target I felt someone's like cart almost hit me and then I saw them go in front of me really quick and I I thought that that was weird because it was at the entrance like at the automatic doors yeah and then I looked up and you know how you've known someone for a really long time so you can kind of recognize what they look like even from the back yeah 
I was like, shit, that looks like my ex. Uh, and then the girl that he was with, even though I had never seen her in person before, I recognized her as like the girl that he was talking to while we were dating. And I was like, oh shit. So I started walking really slow. I actually think me and my now boyfriend went to the Starbucks in the Target and I, I kind of wanted to like buy time because we did need to buy stuff at Target, but also like I don't want to be walking right behind them the whole entire Target trip. Um, and so that happened, right? Then we went to go into the innards of the Target. So like the main aisle when you're walking in. And then we saw someone that we knew from work. And I was like, okay, like, I guess everyone's at Target. And as we were going deeper into the Target, uh, then we actually saw my ex and his uh, girlfriend coming towards us. So we were like, face to face and me and my ex saw each other and like just kind of like really quickly pretended we weren't we didn't see each other mm -hmm. um, at this point because I also like the girlfriend I don't think she knows anything about me like she probably thinks that I'm insane and that's probably the only thing that he told her about me right but I don't think she knows what I look like or anything um so there was no reason for her to like recognize me and then my current boyfriend had met my ex uh, when me and my ex were together um, but I don't I don't know if he would have recognized him if I didn't tell him hey look there's my ex um, but I did I did, did run into him at the target it was super awkward uh, I especially because we didn't end on the greatest terms and I just didn't know like how I should react should I be like oh fuck you and you like but no it, it was just a really fast thing uh, and then another time with that same ex the same fucking year like months later me and my boyfriend had gone to a pumpkin patch in Encinitas and we decided to go to um, I think it's in Vista one of the game stores that both my ex-boyfriend and my now boyfriend frequent uh, and so we went there and I actually did not see him. But as soon as I stepped foot inside the store, I heard his laugh. And he has like a very unique laugh. So I was like, yeah, that has to be my ex. And so I texted one of our um, mutual friends and I was like, hey, Abraham, are you guys at this store, like the store that we were at? Because... I think I just heard my ex laughing and he's like, yeah, dude, why are you here? And I was like, yeah, I'm on the other side. So this store, it's separated by, it's a game store. So it's separated by the retail side where they sell all these games and minis and dice and all this shit. And on the other side, they have like a little room where they actually play, but it's separated by a wall. Um, so that's where his laugh was coming from. I was on the retail side and he was on the other side. So I never actually saw him, but my friend Abe came to see me to the retail side and he was like, yeah, dude, he's here. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I hope he hasn't come over here. And he's like, no, I, I don't think so. But also that I've run into someone that's not necessarily my ex. It was actually that ex that I ran into twice. I ran into his ex-wife, um, at Avance, I want to say like five months after me and her also ex had broken up and we were so excited to see each other and we now hang out. So that was cool. <laughs>
but no i've never been set up with an ex um like chandler had no that would suck i don't know why joey like joey didn't even know the name of the girl like that that doesn't seem realistic to me like I don't know, maybe it's because it was in the 90s, but, like, even when I went on a date, like, a blind date with my now ex-husband, like, they were, like, my friend was like, oh, his name is this, he goes to our church, like, you maybe know him, but I don't know why Joy wouldn't even, oh, her friend Janice, like, yeah. like, his date never said, oh, I'll bring, I'll bring my friend Janice if you can bring someone for her, like, I don't know, it seems really unrealistic to me. Yeah, I agree. That is uh, awkward because I would have definitely inquired, like uh, name, age, what do they look like? Kind of maybe. Yeah. Have a yeah. Like you. <laughs> apparently, they didn't even know her name, but they knew that she sounded like desperate and needy. Like that doesn't. <laughs> so obviously, there was a conversation about her, but it didn't have her name. Inconsistencies. Fucked up. <laughs> Um, back at the girls' apartment, Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica are comparing bad dates and relationships, um, like relationship experiences. Rachel wonders how they ended up with guys like that when they are good people. Phoebe suggests that they do a cleansing ritual to get rid of the bad guy karma on Valentine's Day. The girls all agree, and this one is a two-parter. What is your one of your worst memories with a guy, a date, or just a day with an ex or a prospective partner? Oh, um, man. So one of the worst memories, and this is with someone that I was dating, and it makes me really sad because the guy's not a bad guy, um, but it is one of the times when I felt the shittiest. And it was when, so, you know, my dad passed. And because of that, I had uncles and cousins and just um, male figures throughout my life that would kind of be my pseudo fathers. And one of them was um, one of my uncles whom even though I didn't see all the time, I like I really, really loved him. And his name was Javier. And um, my uncle Javier was really sick at that time. And so my mom would update me, oh, like this is how your uncle Javier is doing now. Um, and this day, my ex-fiance, um, he woke up and he decided that he needed some socks, okay? He was looking for some socks, a very specific kind of socks. Um, I think the brand is Huff or something. Basically, they have like a marijuana leaf on it. Like that's, that's the socks. Like, and he was looking for a store that sold them. And so we were going all over San Diego looking for these socks. And while we were looking for them, like going to different stores and stuff, my mom calls me and she tells me, I just want to let you know that your uncle Javier has passed. And since I heard that, I was like super devastated. Um, I wanted nothing to do with socks. I wanted to go home. I wanted to go home and, and be alone or, or be with uh, my then boyfriend. Um, I just wanted to feel supported and I, I just didn't want to be out. And I did not think that that was a hard thing to do. I did not think that that was an unusual request, but he just kind of looked at me, got annoyed that I even asked him to stop looking for these socks mm -hmm. and was like, no, I'm going to keep looking for them. You can sit and cry in the car if you want. 
And so we did that. He went to a couple other stores until he found the socks that he wanted. And the whole time I was just in the car crying. And it may not have been the worst memory ever with a dude, but man, that really broke my heart. It made me feel like he didn't care about my feelings. And it was just to me like super weird and rude and just thoughtless that he didn't. I agree. That sucks. What a dick. Yeah. But how about you? Have What's a really bad memory? One of the worst memories that you've had with a dude? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, which one? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, when I was married still, um, I was in a pretty bad relationship. And I recall my mom like, oh, your tia is getting married, blah, blah, blah. But I remember her telling me and then I remember like being invited to the wedding and my then husband was like oh we're not going and I was like we're not going and he was like nope and I was like why the fuck aren't we going like why can't I just go and he was like well your family doesn't like me they probably don't even want me there it ended up being such a big fucking argument because I really wanted to go to my aunt's wedding And I remember just kind of like, fine, whatever. I guess I'm not fucking going. And he was like, yep. And I was like, okay. And so it kind of was that. And I missed out on my aunt's wedding. Like I just missed out on the entire day because he was annoyed that nobody liked him in my family for obvious reasons. He didn't let me. Yeah, I was going to say there's reasons for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think that was like... One of the shitty, shittiest, shittiest times. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That is really shitty of him. Yeah. Man, if I could go back in time, I would change some things. But also we live and we learn. Thankfully. <laughs> but on that, have you ever burned anything that an ex gave you? Mm, not burned. Thrown away. <laughs> I've definitely thrown away a bunch of stuff. Um, I have let things go in like a storage uh where it was just like we were both paying for it and at the end of it i was like fuck it if you're not gonna pay for it it's fucking getting lost and he didn't want to pay for it and i was like oh well i guess there goes your stuff bye i don't think i had anything other than pictures in the storage which i regret not going back for but it is what it is but no i've never burned anything and you no, not burned. I've ripped things and thrown them away too. So like letters. Um, I did think about burning a specific letter just because it felt really therapeutic to me. Um, so my most recent ex, when we were just friends, we weren't even talking, we were just friends at this point. He wrote this list of, it was called 100 Reasons Why Laura is Amazing. And he wrote the first 50 under the pretense that, you know, as we got to know each other more, he'd obviously find at least 50 more reasons that he would think that I'm amazing or whatever. Um, But we never got to that. And we dated on and off for two years. And that's actually something, and it's silly, but it's something that was always in the back of my mind because he he never finished it. It just kind of seemed like a line, you know? Yeah. Um, And so when I would see that, Um, because I printed it he emailed it to me and I printed it out when I would see that it would make me really sad because of all the all the unfinished things like not only this list but like 
the trips that we said that we would take, uh, the fact that he said that he wanted to marry me and, and have kids with me. And, and he said that he, he hadn't felt like that for a long time about um, a woman and all, all the sweet things that, that he was saying in the beginning. Um, and this, this letter just kind of symbolized all the things that didn't happen that I, at one point in my life was 100% certain that they would happen. Mm-hmm. And so I did want to burn that because I, I did feel like it was going to feel like, yeah, like therapeutic in a way, but uh, I just didn't want to cause a fire because I'm kind of derpy, you know? So I was like, Oh, what's going to happen if I do this incorrectly? <laughs> um, so I just ripped it up and then I threw it out. I still do have the, the email because it's, it's just there, but you know, at least I don't have the actual physical reminder of that, but I'm not going to burn my email. So no, <laughs> I should probably just delete it. I mean, for as long as you want. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back at the restaurant. Joey is hitting it off with his date and they decide to leave to have more privacy because they are hella just being all over each other during the dinner. They leave, uh, leaving Chandler and Janice alone and with Joey's credit card because Joey felt so bad for ditching them that he gave Chandler his credit card. They decide to get back uh, on their friends by ordering bottles of wine. I think it was actually champagne and charging it on Joey's card. It is presumed that they get intoxicated and they eventually end up waking up together in Chandler's bed the next day. Have you ever woken up in someone else's bed or your bed with someone else due to mainly the influence of alcohol? Oh, it's funny. (laughs) I was reading through the questions and I was like, babe, one of the questions... You know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'm just going to assume that for you, that answer is yes. And I just nodded. (laughs) Sorry, babe. (laughs) He's like, cabrona. (laughs) So, yes, I have. Like, one time, it was a karaoke night with a girlfriend of mine. And there was this super hot military guy. And he ended up taking me home. Um, And then there was another time where I was at a bar with like a friend and it was a guy friend uh, and we were just hanging out. Like, I don't recall liking him in that way. And then when I woke up, I was in his bed and I was like, oh, what the fuck happened? And he was like, you were trying to drive home (laughs) drunk. And I was like, so you drove me to your home? And he was like, yeah. And I like remember, so like, I'm not going to call it rape because I remember bits and pieces. I probably did just go for it. But it was awkward waking up next to him and him being like, well, you know, you didn't want to go home. And I was like, "Uh, you mean I couldn't drive home? And he was like, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, okay. But there's probably been more that I'm just going to zip my lips about. What about you, Laura? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, only once for me. Uh, It was... Actually, I guess I should count twice, but so the first time it was totally, completely unexpected. It was absolutely just because of the alcohol. We were at a bar. This guy's a bartender or was at the time. And it was a friend from high school and we, we were supposed to hang out with a bunch more people, but everyone ended up being not available that day. 
So it was just me and him. I had just gone, gone out of a relationship and um, we were, I remember we were drinking and he kept giving me shots. Like he was like, oh, this is, this is called a lemon drop. Uh, this is called this, like, this is called a, one of them was called Mexican candy. And that was like my favorite thing ever. It tasted like one of those like watermelon lollipops with chili powder on it. So good. Anyway, he just kept giving me all kinds of drinks. Um, I was a youth back then. So like alcohol didn't hit me as fast or as hard as it does now. Uh, and we were having really pleasant conversation. We talked about like a bunch of things that didn't feel sexual at all, at least not for me. And at the end of the night, I was very aware that he was not drunk at all. And then I played back the evening, like, well, towards the end of the night. And he had probably two drinks. Well, I had like 10, no joke. And so I did feel kind of weird about that. Like, I was like, did he, did he want to get me drunk? And again, no shade because I, I took the drinks, you know, like, um, but he drove me home. And then while we were in the car in front of my house, he just said, I've just always wanted to do this since we were in high school. And then with that, he jumped over to my side of the car and we started making out. And then I was like, uh, okay, well, I'm going to go in now. Um, then he is like, can I go with you? And I remember saying yes. And then we, we got inside my place and we, yeah, we fucked. And it was so awkward. <laughs> Um, not in the moment, but the next day, because I considered this guy one of my best friends. Still do. Like, he's a good friend. Good friend. Um, and the next morning, I woke up, and the first thing I did was text him. And I was like, are we still friends? <laughs> and so um, he picked me up to go get some pho, which to him was like his miracle hangover cure. And we talked about it and yeah, it didn't feel weird after that. But that was the only time where I can say 100% it was just the alcohol. There was another time when I was hanging out with an ex uh, after a breakup, not our breakup, but after another one of my breakups, um, I hung out with this particular ex. He invited me to go to a party with him. And um, there was alcohol at this party. So I got really, really drunk. I did not intend to sleep with him. I didn't want to actually because he still had feelings for me. So I, and I didn't, so I didn't want to lead him on. But I got super, super drunk and I ended up back at his place. And yeah, we also had sex. And it was also really awkward. Because <laughs> after that, I realized, yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to get back together with him. Hmm. And so that was another ordeal. So <laughs> I guess one and a half times it's happened. <laughs> yeah, and definitely no shade. Like I for sure would have said, you know, like I felt violated. Um, but no, I think for the most part, I can handle my alcohol aside from being able to drive. So not to make these guys yeah. bad by any means. And no, I'm not like trying to make them look good either. Like I'm legit speaking the truth. Like it wasn't their fault. 
it was yeah probably me just taking accountability yeah like I'm it was definitely I was there I was involved I said yes I probably initiated so just FYI (laughs) everybody don't trip it was on purpose I swear so Chandler is mortified and tries to get Janice out of his apartment ASAP Uh, but Monica catches a glimpse of them kissing while she was getting the morning paper excuse me Monica calls Rachel to see that Janice was there and then Joey arrives also noticing Janice and then Monica says I'll be right back and she makes a phone call and calls Rob <laughs> and hands the phone to Janice um, so that he can also see that Janice is here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a restaurant where Ross is having dinner with his neighbor Kristen and it feels like it's going a little awkward due to the apparent lack of chemistry um, and to make things a little more complicated, Carol and Susan walk into the same restaurant and they all give each other an awkward wave. Ross must explain who Carol is to Kristen, which seemingly makes um, things a little more awkward. Have you ever had to disclose more information than you wanted to a guy that you had just started dating? Or has someone disclosed TMI to you upon first dating? Yes. Um, so, kind of. So, my most recent ex when we were just friends he had told me in passing that he had a child but he didn't talk to him or talk about him too much like he just mentioned him every now and then um and then as we started kind of getting flirty with each other i did notice that he he did start to talk to him or talk about him a little bit more but once we started dating dating um he really sat me he sat me down and he was like, um, I'm not going to have you meet my son yet because we just started dating and I don't know where this is going. And to me, yeah, that seemed normal. Yeah. But the thing he, he had to tell me days after that was, okay, actually, you're going to meet him. <laughs> and it was because one of his friends was getting married and we were going to the wedding together like me and my ex were going to the wedding together Mm -hmm. and he found out that his ex-wife and her now husband and the kids were gonna go there so I was gonna meet everyone not just the kid I was gonna meet his ex-wife so I immediately told him uh, I don't have to go like you can go by yourself if you're not ready to have your worlds collide like that because we had been dating like a month and a half <laughs> so that to me that did did seem a little bit soon I also didn't know anything about this woman and you know how some women just immediately hate you <laughs> uh, just because you're the new girl um, or you're the baby or they're the baby mama or whatever so I, I myself was a little bit nervous about going to that. And also it was the first time that I was going to meet some of his closest friends. So it seemed like a lot of pressure on top of pressure. Yeah. But he said, no, come with me. Uh, and so I went and I ended up hitting it off with the ex-wife uh, and her husband. Nice. We still hang out me and them and my current boyfriend (laughs) um 
and the kids i love the kids but yeah i know that that's something that he wasn't planning on doing right away um he didn't plan on having this conversation of hey you're gonna meet my son but the circumstances kind of it just happened. Life just happened. <laughs> uh, me having to disclose too much information, yes, also. And it was also because of the same family. <laughs> um, so with my now boyfriend, um, I ran into his ex-wife, like I previously, to my ex-boyfriend's ex-wife, like I said, at the grocery store, when I had just started dating my now boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she, right off the bat, when we ran into each other, <laughs> was like, oh my gosh, like, did he cheat on you too? Did he, did, he, did he do this to you too? Oh my gosh, like, we need to get together. Um, and so because of that conversation that I had with her in front of my now boyfriend, because he was there with me, I had to then open up a lot about, up, about other things that happened while I was in a relationship with this other dude. And it's not like I wanted to hide those things from my now boyfriend. We had talked a little bit about what things that happened while I was with my ex. Yeah. But um, there were some really serious things that happened in that relationship. And I was still and am still very much healing from the things that happened while I was with that guy. So I didn't want to scare him. I didn't want him to know, man, this chick is going to be messed up emotionally. Like how, what is that going to look like for me? You know? Yeah. Um, but because of, yeah, we ran into her. I did um, explain to him in more depth some things that happened while I was with him. And then also I did take the opportunity to say, would it be cool with you if we still hung out with the baby mama yeah. and her family? Because I didn't want to lose them. I hadn't reached out to her um, just because I didn't want to be disrespectful to my ex. But the more that I thought about it, I just didn't care. <laughs> um, so I took it as a sign from the universe. I ran into her. It's meant to happen. I'm meant to be around this kid's life yeah. for the foreseeable future, at least. But yeah, um, both, I guess. Has that ever happened to you? Anything? similar Mm, yeah um (laughs) so i if you guys haven't noticed move super fast right as far as uh sex goes in any relationship so i had met my now boyfriend and then we went on a date like maybe was we met sunday and by wednesday we had gone on our first date and it was october and so that following Saturday or whatever was Halloween. And so I had invited him to the Halloween party that my family was having. And I like told my cousin, like I'm bringing a guy and she was like, okay. And so I, so I brought him to the party. And then after the party, I went home with him Uh, and I ended up spending the night. And the next morning, like I woke up, it was like 7am or something. And I heard like a commotion upstairs and the shower or like the bath water running or whatever. And I was like, like awkwardly, like who's upstairs? (laughs) And he was like, oh, that's, uh, uh, that's my daughter. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, and my ex and I was like oh god 
And <laughs> I know, stupid girl, forgetting with the guy who still lived with his ex, but they were legit separated. Laura can vouch for me, for him, um, that they were separated. And so anyways, so that's how I found out that he lived with his ex and their daughter. Um, <sighs> the most awkward fucking morning. And I immediately got up and got dressed and told him, you need to take me home right now. Because I did not drive to his house. He took me. <laughs> and so <laughs> immediately drive me home. And it was the longest fucking car ride of just him explaining that, like, there were, like, financial reasons as to why they were both still living together. And for, you know, their daughter, they were trying to, like make her feel like everything was normal or whatever which I still don't understand but I'm gonna just leave it there but yeah so it was like this whole fucking thing that I was like uh uh, do I still want to do this and so I took like that day like to think about it and then that evening I ended up like calling him like I guess I can fucking live with it I wasn't sure where it was gonna go I kind of wasn't trying to get serious I, but I was having fun with him, so I was like, ah, fuck it, we can still have fun. Uh, as far as me disclosing TMI, I always disclose TMI. I am an open book, <laughs> share everything way too fucking much. Um, so I'm positive that I have said some things that should have scared people away, and they just don't go anywhere. <laughs> and they sometimes they do. Um, not to say that like my mess doesn't scare people off oh it does uh however comma my mess isn't that bad um my both of my exes who are baby daddies aren't crazy or life's been okay um that's good to hear yeah i know um other than that though no (laughs) For the record, um, I told her current boyfriend, fiance, over and over again, before she even came in the picture, this is not a good situation. As a woman, I can tell you that I would never date anyone that still lived with their ex. I don't care what the situation is. I'm, I'm not a, as good as a, of a person, I guess, as you. I mean, I know myself. In my defense, I didn't know that it was going to go anywhere. I had only known him a week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That it was like, eh, and I had just gotten out of a serious, out of a five-year relationship when I met him. So, I mean, I really wasn't looking for a serious relationship. It was like the, okay, so I we slept together on that first night that we went on our first date. And the dick was good. So I came back for seconds. So sue me. <laughs> Um, like the fun part of like our dating that it was like well why am I gonna let that go if I don't even know how serious this is gonna get and eventually I will speak up for myself and fucking tell him he needs to move the fuck out which eventually it happened so yeah but yes she did tell him multiple times I did (sighs) but anyway moving on to better things hopefully Back at the girls' apartment, uh, Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica start with their ritual. Everything is seemingly going well. They're all burning things until Rachel throws in a bottle of liquor, which turns their fire into a much larger than expected flame. 
Um, at the coffee house, Joey and Chandler are discussing how Chandler uh, can break up with Janice since he already broke up with her on New Year's and then another time before that. Janice walks in then super enamored with Chandler, probably thinking that they're back together, boyfriend and girlfriend. And grateful to Joey for getting them back together since he's the one that set up the date. Have you ever been in a situation like that where like a guy thinks that it's going to be serious, but you're more like, oh, shit. No, this is like a casual thing. What are you thinking, sir? Yes. I've been on both ends of that, actually, where I thought it was going to go somewhere. And then they were like, nah, this is where you get off. <laughs> but also where they're like, oh, yeah, it's got, it's going great, guys. And then I'm like, no, it's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> have a nice life bye <laughs> don't call me but yeah definitely been there and you yeah and also both um i want to say the one where i thought it was more serious was when i was like younger like a teenager and the guy also said uh no you are my friends with benefits you're good in spanish he said Eres buena como para hacer cositas, pero no para ser mi novia. <laughs> Which translates to like, oh, you're good for like doing things, like little things, fun things, but not to be my girlfriend. I wasn't girlfriend material, apparently. Um, and then a time when someone thought that it was more serious was, yeah. Um, and honestly, that was kind of my bad because we didn't clarify it. But dudes had been trying to get with me just casually all the time so I just thought he would know um but it was super awkward because so let's call this guy Jose so um Jose was also someone that I knew in high school and we started hanging out um like yeah a number of years ago and I would spend a lot of time with him while I was in town in in my hometown and I would go to his his house and I knew his dad and I knew his brother and I thought we were just buddies. And then one day, like we just started making out and then, then we started sleeping together. But I thought we were just buddies. We never said that we were dating. Like I honestly, I had no fucking idea. He did start to get really romantic, but I also didn't think he could go anywhere because we didn't even live in the same town. Like, I would just go up there, see him, and then go back home. And then there was this one time when I asked him, hey, you got to come down here and see me because I'm always the one that's going over there. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he made plans to see me on Valentine's Day. And I thought, oh, cool. I'll have like a, like a dude to spend time with on Valentine's Day. Also not thinking that we were anything. Yeah. And... And then last minute, he told me that he couldn't make it. So then I was like, oh, okay. Then obviously, he can't be thinking there were anything because to me, it didn't seem like he made like an effort to actually go see me. And to kind of give you some perspective, I didn't have a car back then, but I still found ways to go see him like every other weekend uh, to my hometown. And he had a car and he never came down to San Diego to see me. So the way that I found out that he thought I was his girlfriend 
was another guy, another friend from high school reached out to me and said, hey, I heard about you and Jose. How cute. And then I was like, what are you talking about? What did you hear about me and Jose? <laughs> and so then he called me and he was like, what do you mean? Like, he said that you guys have been boyfriend and girlfriend for a certain amount of weeks now. And I was like, no one told me. <laughs> um, so then I told this guy, um, no, dude, it's just a casual thing. And then I remember he got really quiet and then he's like, you should probably talk to him about that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, duh. <laughs> And so I, I made a trip to essentially break up with someone that I didn't know I was dating. <laughs> oh, my God. And to this day, like, because we were all in, like, a really close with each other, like, friend group in high school. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when the other people in that group found out about that, like... They found out about it first from Jose. So they thought I was a bitch. Like my bestest, bestest friend um, that I still talk to from high school, she reached out to me to tell me that I was fucked up for doing that to Jose because Jose is like the nicest guy, the most innocent guy. And how could I take advantage of him like that? And to her credit, he is a really nice dude, but we never had the conversation that we were together. So that, to me, like, I was like, that's kind of fucked, like, because a bunch of my friends were, like, kind of rude to me for a second, and then everyone got over it. Jose still to this day does not like me. Uh, He deleted me off of all social media. Rude. But I heard he, he's either engaged or already married, but he has a baby for sure. So it's fine. He, he's happy now, guys. (laughs) And I didn't know. <laughs> it all worked out. He's not <laughs> and drinking his feelings away. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> well, and I'm going to add to this part. Have you ever done any form of cleansing rituals? Yes. Not cleansing, actually. I've done a clarifying ritual. So I can clear my mind and make a decision. And it was with, um, when I was younger, I think I have talked to you about this, but when I was younger, I really wanted to be a Wiccan. And so I had all these books of like spells and just, yeah, I guess rituals, um, little things that you could do when waking up or it kind of seems now that I think about it more like manifestations too. Um, because it was a lot of repetition and stuff like that but I did do one to clarify because I was I wanted to take a big decision and I I wanted to feel like I was clear in the head Um, but I do enjoy doing things like that I I don't claim to be an expert about um, spells or rituals or anything of the sort Um, but I do enjoy learning about things like that and I'm a big believer that like if you believe in it it's probably going to work it's probably going to come true Have you done any? Yes. So I have um, done multiple times a new moon ritual, which is like a a new beginnings type um, where you like light candles and you light 
um, you like write stuff on a piece of paper and then you burn it because it's like things you're letting go of or whatever. Um, and then I did one, was it Halloween? Whenever that weird moon was supposed to happen, not the blue moon. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. Recently. Do you yeah. remember? I forgot what it was. Um, I forgot what it was too, but I remember. Halloween. Um, so I did like a, like a cleansing situation with that also where you like, you light candles and then you have like water and you have to clear your space with sage and blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because we were home and everybody was here and Victor and Abby were in the living room watching Harry Potter, I think. And my boys were upstairs uh, in their room and I went outside with my little yoga mat. Like it was a whole ordeal. I went out with my yoga mat and two bowls, one empty, one with water and candles and my lighter and God knows a piece of paper and stuff. And um, I like set it up all outside and nobody noticed. Like, <laughs> and you like we have a sliding um, door and glass door. Yeah. yeah, and so, like, there's a giant fucking window to the outside where everybody could have seen me, and nobody questioned me, nobody noticed, nobody, nothing. Like, it was, I did it, and I came back inside, and it was, like, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> For all they know, I could have fucking sacrificed something out there and whatever, but um, I didn't. I didn't sacrifice anything, I swear. <laughs> but um but yeah I like doing stuff like that um my family is very in tune with stuff like that so I am also but I don't talk about it usually moving on um Ross and his date are still at the restaurant being awkward with each other um, but Ross makes an effort to ask her about her life however he gets distracted by the fact that Susan had to leave um Carol Due to an unexpected call from work. So Kristen was in the middle of telling uh, Ross a story. And he obviously misses the last couple things that she was saying. Um, because he was trying to figure out what was happening with Carol and Susan. Have you ever noticed someone ignoring you while you're talking because they're paying attention to someone else? Or have you done it to someone else? Uh, yes and yes. Uh, and I think this is going to be like a universal thing um, that everyone has done it. Um, but it has happened to me, uh, the, one of the times that I was hanging out with an ex, none of my evil ones, just someone that I was dating casually. Um, I was having a conversation with him and I was like super into it because it was like about something that I'd done at work that I was like super proud of. And I was like telling him about it and we were at a restaurant and he just starts to like check out this girl but like super obvious like not paying attention to me looking the other way and so then I just stopped talking <laughs> I was mid-sentence and I just stopped talking and I waited and then he turned back around and he just didn't say anything about it like I, and so finally like 30 seconds later I was like did you hear anything that I just said to you <laughs> And he was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I was distracted. And I was like, obviously. Um, and then I have done it. So I have this nervous tick that I always check my phone, um, even if it's just by, like, clicking on the screen to see if anything has happened. 
Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to open it and read it, but I, I just do it without thinking. Um, and, and I do feel bad because sometimes it is when I'm with people and, and people are talking to me, but I have actually become a really good listener despite doing that. But there was this one time when I was in the car with my then boyfriend and he needed, we needed to go pick up my stuff from my previous relationship's house. Uh, and I couldn't do it by myself because my foot was broken. And so he's like, don't worry about it. I'll take you. But on the way there, my that my ex I was gonna say my then ex but he's still my ex um my ex was cussing me out like not the guy that I was dating at the time but the guy that I had just broken up with on the phone like he was like just calling me a bitch and like essentially like yelling at me on snapchat and then it was really hard for me to concentrate on the conversation too because he was doing it on snapchat which meant that if I closed the conversation the conversation would disappear but I wanted to I wanted to be mad at him back so like I was like making sure that that none of it was going away and then my then boyfriend was trying to like get directions from me at the same time that this was happening and I was like hold on hold on and I was not paying attention to what he was saying he actually got really really mad at me that day and in the moment I didn't think that I was doing anything wrong but now that I look back at it I was like oh yeah that that was kind of fucked um so I did do it and, and I had have it done to me, but I'm pretty sure you've done it too and people have done it to you. So I do it all the time, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I'm very, very easily distracted. And so if the TV is on, do not talk to me. And if you do talk, <laughs> make sure that we're making eye contact because if I'm watching the TV, I will not hear you. Like we have had moments here at this in this house where i'll have like family feud or supernatural or something stupid on the tv not that supernatural stupid i take that back um (laughs) but but like i'll be watching something and then victor will come down and we'll be talking and he'll like stop talking and i'll glance over at the tv and while i'm glancing like while i'm staring at the tv he'll start talking again and then i'm like (laughs) I'm so sorry, what? And he's like, oh my God, like, I'm sorry, like, I super didn't mean to, like, ignore you. And Ignore he, you. So he gets all offended. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Ross thinks that it's a great idea to ask his date, Kristen, if it's okay to ask Carol to join them since she is now alone and pregnant. How sad. Mm-hmm. Kristen begrudgingly agrees I think she's just trying to be nice and then Carol comes over to dine with them has anyone you ever dated invited their ex to hang out with you just the three of you and if not how would you have reacted in the situation if you were Kristen so no never to hang out with an ex even though Victor did live with his It was never a scenario of like, oh, we're hanging out, come over. Or him and I were hanging out and it's like, hey, come watch this fucking movie we're watching. Never. They literally lived separate lives. Uh, As far as how I would react, it would definitely be a, no, it's cool. Like, 
I am sorry, but she can keep her ass over there and or you can invite her over here, but I'm leaving. Like I'm not doing that. Granted, she's in a brand new relationship and now she's a lesbian. I don't think I would do it. I couldn't. I can't. And you? Um, it hasn't happened to me either. I've definitely hung out with people's exes, but it's never been, oh, we are hanging out. Um, it's always been for the kids. Um, but never like, oh, let's all hang out. Let's have like a dinner together. No. As far as what I would have react, how I would have reacted, I probably the same way as Kristen. Like I probably would say yes at first. But depending on how it went after that, I probably would have left. Because if you notice in the scene, Ross looks like he's having a grand old time with Carol, uh, which leads me to believe that he wasn't even paying attention to his date anymore. And that's where I would have drawn the line. Like, I do feel bad for this chick who is pregnant, who just got left by her, by her wife or whatever they were at that time. But also it's not my responsibility if i am trying to be nice and i she does come over i'm not gonna feel like i'm third wheeling my own day like that's rude as fuck also carol could have left like as soon she could have left with susan and just gone home like as soon as she knew that it would happen because the only reason why it was a sad situation to begin with was because she was alone in a restaurant if that had happened to me and it was Valentine's Day, I probably would have left, especially if I see my ex across the table with someone else. Like, that just seems so awkward. <laughs> so I don't even know. Yeah, like, I don't even know why she even stayed. Like, that, that seems really weird to me. Yeah, I would have gone home. Like, I would have salty, been hella salty with my partner, and I would have just been like, you know what, fuck it, whatever, take me home. On your way drop me off at the house um back at the girls apartment the fire department arrives to put out their small fire and they quickly realize that the girls were having an ex-boyfriend bonfire they even say that it's their third call that night uh for the same reason and then back at the coffee house chandler and janice are sitting together and janice gives chandler custom candy hearts that say chan and jan forever this prompts chandler to break up with janice right away while Chandler is nervous about her reaction, she reacts calmly and says that it's fine because she knows that they are meant to be together due to Chandler always seeking her out. She even tells Chandler that he loves her. Chandler tries to explain to Janice that he doesn't love her, but she doesn't buy it. We have both had a few breakups. Have you ever broken up with an ex and then received a totally unexpected reaction? Or have you ever been the one that reacted differently than expected? Uh, yeah, both, actually. So um, the one where <laughs> apparently I reacted not appropriately uh, was when I was in high school. This total douchebag <laughs> that I was dating. I don't even remember how this even started because this guy, we were in different sections of the food chain, high school speaking, okay? Um, no shade to high school, Laura, but I was by all general definitions of the word or the phrase i was like a loser a high school loser like okay i hung out at a place called loser hill like 
I did theater and I liked math and I hung out with all the band kids, not the cool ones. And I was super religious. So I was not a popular chick whatsoever. But this guy, Gilbert, who was into, he was, I think, one grade higher than me. So he already had a car. He was one of those car guys that like fixes their cars and whatever things they need to do for the car to go faster or make a certain noise or whatever the fuck. I don't know anything about cars, but he was one of those guys. And for some reason, after econ class, he asked me out. He asked me to go to dinner with him. And I was like, sure, why the fuck not? Um, And so I went to dinner with him. We ended up meeting his family because he had like a family emergency and we had to go to his house. And so I I met some of his family. He asked me to be his girlfriend like the same day, which in adult terms, like never would have happened. Like I would have been like, no. (laughs) But in high school, it was like, sure, I'll be your girlfriend. Um, Because even though I didn't know him, know him, I saw him like every day. And so I, yeah, I was his girlfriend. I called him every morning to wake up because he claimed that he wanted to wake up to the sound of my voice. And then he stopped answering my phone calls and he wasn't texting me as much, but I didn't, I didn't think that meant anything. And this was like literally less than a month after we had been dating. He just kind of completely flipped on me and I was like, that's weird, but whatever. Um, and then one morning I called him and he actually picked up the phone and it was because he had told me, you have to call me like on the 20th. I have this super important thing I need to do. It wasn't even our normal, like me waking him up to high school kind of thing. So I called him, it was a weekend and he's like, why are you still calling me? And I was like, oh, because you told me to wake you up. Do you not want me to do that anymore? And he's like, we're not dating anymore. And I was like, okay, well, you didn't tell me. And he's like, didn't you see my MySpace status? <laughs> God, love- and I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't see you change your MySpace status back to single, but okay, I got it. We're not dating anymore. This to me, it was only painful a little bit, like my ego, but it wasn't like, oh, because we weren't, I didn't love him. I didn't even know him that well. Like we had nothing in common and it, it happened so quickly that I didn't have time to like develop all these feelings for him. So I said that I said, Oh, okay. I guess we're not dating. Bye. This guy calls me like 30 minutes later and he's like, Laura. And I was like, yeah, he's like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm fine, dude. How are you? And then he's like, you're not crying. And I was like, no, (laughs) no, I'm not crying. And then he's like, why not? Did you even like me? Do you realize that someone like me shouldn't have been dating someone like you? And I was like, okay, dude, goodbye. (laughs) Thanks so much for the charity date. But yeah, I guess that's the time where I didn't react how someone else thought I should have reacted because obviously era de diferentes clases sociales. But a time where I did not expect someone to react a certain way was um, when I broke up the first time. (laughs) 
with my most recent ex because we broke up twice. But the first time I broke up with him and I, I didn't think he would care because we were in such a bad place, dude. We were always fighting. We had just come back from a trip to Germany and we were bickering almost the entire time. I still had a good time in Germany, but definitely would have been a lot better if I had gone with someone that I was not fighting with. But I told him that I didn't want to be with him anymore. I actually already had a plan, uh, kind of. Like I I talked to my cousin that morning and I kind of told him, like, I don't know where things are going to go with me and this guy and I have nowhere to go. And he was like, don't worry, like, I just rented this house and there's actually a spare bedroom. So if you do do it, you know, just kind of keep me updated because we do want to look for a roommate. And I was like, okay. So I found a letter that I had written to him that night when we had just started dating. And it was so nice and full of hope and love. And that's actually what made me want to break up with him then and there because I didn't feel that anymore like I still loved him but I didn't feel like that happiness that hope whatever actually I hated myself at that time and so I told him we broke up and he started bawling like he was crying so much and this guy he was so distant when he had feelings like that I didn't I didn't think it was going to affect him that much honestly I thought he'd be like like sad about it like I thought he'd be like oh no yeah no I understand whatever I'm sorry bye but he was crying crying and and I felt so bad because I I didn't know how to handle it and then my cousin as soon as I realized I was gonna break up with him I was like yo you gotta come get me because I don't I didn't want to be there like I just want to do it and, and book it yeah and and so I did um as soon as my cousin got there um he came upstairs let himself in and then started putting my stuff in the car and then I left but I did not expect that from him at all I didn't think he would care honestly those are the worst ones yeah I felt so bad even though it was supposed to happen anyway yeah but have you ever reacted differently oh I had someone react unexpectedly to the breakup so not to throw him under the bus but I'm gonna throw him under the bus when I broke up with my ex because he always acted so emotionless the majority of our relationship like he never said I love you like he would express his feelings for me by doing little things here and there um and it was almost like he would do something sweet and then catch himself and so then he would like immediately stop I remember one time I was at his house and he was like cleaning his room kind of and he had music and it was oldies, and it was the song, I'm Your Puppet, and I remember he was, like, mouthing the words, and then he grabbed my hand, and he stood me up, and we started slow dancing, and it was almost, like, reality hit him, and he, like, looked at me, and sat me down, and, like, fucking went about his business, like, that never happened, and it was just, like, we were having a moment, what happened, and so, because he was always so quick to dismiss moments like that, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal that we broke up. We had broken up a million times before. I met this guy when I was 14 years old and it was on and off until the last time that we broke up like six years ago. And so when I finally broke up with him, he was like, talked about, he loved, he said, I love you for the first time. 
as I was packing up my shit to move out of this house, it was just like, you never acted like you cared. And he's like, but I did. And I do love you. And it's like, yeah, dude, but you never fucking said it. Like you never did anything about it. I fucking begged and pleaded with you these whole five years that we were together. You never changed and you never did anything and you never wanted to get married. And you clearly stated that like, it wasn't going to go any further than us living together. And so I'm done. And he was just a mess to the point where he like left flowers in my car. He tagged up the laundry room at the apartment complex that I was living in and pet I love Jasmine like on the wall. It was fucking psycho crazy. And so, yeah, but that was like the biggest surprise of my life that he was acting that way because he never showed emotions ever. It was crazy. He so crazy. It was crazy for a minute. But yeah, that was like the biggest overreaction over a breakup that I thought he didn't give a shit because he never acted like he gave a shit. <laughs> All right. So it looks like uh, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, wow. Ross and Carol are having a great time at the restaurant uh, when Ross notices that Kristen has been gone for a long time. Carol then tells Ross that she's probably not in the restroom since she took her coat with her. So we then find out she booked it. She left as she should go off queen. Have you ever just left a date without telling the guy or has someone ever left with you without telling you? And if neither of these things have happened or even if they had, uh, what would make you just up and leave without notice? Like just book it. So no, that's never happened. And no, I've never done it. Um, I think if anything, definitely that scenario where like there's now a third party on our date uh, and I'm being ignored, I would leave. Uh, if he was being rude to like the staff at the establishment that we're at, I'm not a fan. I was a waitress once upon a time. I was a server. Sorry, excuse me. My grandfather was a server all his life um, and that's how he supported his family. And so, no, I think I would, like if that was a scenario where he was being hella rude to the staff at the restaurant that we were at, I would probably just like, huh, I gotta go. Deuces. What about you? Um, yeah, I think I would have left for the same reason Kristen did. Um, I would also leave if I felt like I was in danger uh, for any reason. Like if this guy was giving me red flag after red flag after red flag, I probably would, yeah, also excuse myself to go to the bathroom and just take off. Um, I have been on dates where people have been really rude to the servers, to like the staff at the restaurant, everyone, the hostess, to everyone. Um, and I did not leave. But after that, like that was the last time that I saw that dude. Um, but no, I've never done it. I've never really had, I've never almost done it either where I felt like, oh, I gotta go. Um, and no one's ever done it to me, thankfully. Knock on wood. I know. I kind of wish I would have done it. <laughs> Maybe not. That's so rude. Um, <laughs> I'm not that mean. Um, so Ross is lamenting the fact that he ruined the first date he had in nine years. And then Carol tries to cheer him up. Um, Ross tells Carol that he would much rather spend time with someone whom he 
already has a relationship with and who he feels comfortable with and has fun. Uh, he then tells Carol that they should give it another shot. Carol shoots him down um, over the fact that she is a lesbian and in a relationship. Um, they kiss and Carol tells him that she loves him and he loves her. Um, but she still rejects him and tells him that he will find someone. This seems to be a bittersweet moment for Carol and Ross. Have you ever had a similar experience with an ex where you both still had love for each other, but the romantic love was no longer possible? Yes. Um, and it was with my most recent ex, at least for me, the first time that we broke up. The second time that we broke up, there was nothing there for me anymore. Uh, but the first time that we broke up, um, it was really, really hard for me. And I, it was hard for me too, because like I said, like he reacted like he cared. Um, he cried a lot. So then that made me think, did I do the wrong thing? Like, obviously there's some potential with this man. He feels a certain type of way about me. Um, but we, we decided to stay friends, which was my kryptonite. Um, I should have never stayed friends with that guy the first time around. Um, but we decided to stay friends and I, I ended up having a situation where I needed him specifically to be with me um, to help me through the situation. And we were together, um, like it physically not together together. And he like he looked at me and he told me that he loved me so much and that he was really sad that he couldn't make me happy. And that he wanted me to know that I made him happy, uh, but that ultimately what we had was not sustainable. Um, but that he would like to see me again. Um, and then I told him that I also really loved him still, uh, but that he was right, that this was not sustainable and that we hurt each other. Both of us like hurt each other a lot. And that unfortunately after this day today where you're helping me with this, I never want to see you again. And he got really upset. Like he cried, but only like a, you know, tasteful tear or whatever. He didn't say yes um, to not never seeing me again, but I did tell him, I made him very clear that I never wanted to see him again. Uh, and then he took me home. And that was like our bittersweet moment where I thought I would never see that man anymore. And I had resigned myself to never seeing him again, even though it was painful. But I didn't block him. I didn't, he knew where I lived. It's not like I, I disappeared uh, or anything like that. So weeks after we had that interaction, um, it was his birthday and he reached out to me and he basically told me that he didn't want to be alone on his birthday. And to me, that like meant a lot to, because he hates his birthdays. He never celebrates them. That tugged at my heart. And so I went to go see him. And that ended up being the beginning of us getting back together. <laughs> Terrible. But the moment that we had, uh, yeah. And actually, I look back at it and it meant a lot to me. And I, I kind of wish things would have stayed that way then at least I would have had a semi-nice memory of this dude. But instead, we decided to get back together and throw more shit on top of it, as one does. <laughs> but have you ever had, like, a similar moment with an ex where you knew, like, man, I still love this person and this person still loves me too, but there's no way in hell that this is going to work? 
So yes, uh, but it is. <laughs> so my best friend and I dated for two months only uh, in high school. And it was, I think, my sophomore year of high school. Um, and I, we had known each other since middle school. So I met him when I was in eighth grade. He was a year younger. And so my sophomore year of high school, he was a freshman. Uh, and we were the same age, BT dubs. Not to make that sound weird. Not that it matters. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we dated for two months. And then at the end of the two months, um, we both kind of had like a realization of like, hey, we really get along very well. However, uh, there's no romantic feelings. And so we, like, I, it was funny because to this day, I'm like, I broke up with you. <laughs> <laughs> both had the same thought of like, hey, I need to talk to you. And so it was right before we went to class and we had the next class together. And we were out like, by the bleachers or something and we were both like hey like I told him like hey like I really like you like I re like I have feelings for you they're just not those type of feelings and so like I think it would be better if we remain friends instead of ruining this by staying in a relationship and he was like oh my god I was gonna tell you the same thing like I agree it's totally like like I super care about you but like this isn't working and I was like okay cool and then we walked together to class uh, and we are still best friends to this day. Um, and that really is what it is. And it's so funny because we've had conversations where it's like, Hey, like you really are like my soulmate, but not in a romantic way. Like you are that twin flame that is like my greatest friend ever and we really still care a lot for each other and he's married and I'm clearly in a relationship and whatever and we've never tried getting back together ever like that really was not what we were on this earth for like he and I were meant to be friends and I love his wife and he really likes Victor and you know whatever but it is it was that situation where it was like you know what yeah we super like love each other as people and friends but this isn't working and it's that's just what it is and i i love you <laughs> you know who you are ah. <laughs> i've met this dude and he's honestly like one of the nicest people i've ever met like he's so charismatic and just includes everyone in the room and his conversations and i i enjoy him a lot too he is he is definitely a wholesome person so i'm glad that you guys didn't work out and that you can still be friends instead of being together for a long time and then ruining the friendship yes me too <laughs> yeah i love him but alas we have reached the almost end <laughs> At the closing credits, the girls are hitting it off with their firefighters that came to their rescue and that they met during, due to their negligence, their ritual. And they actually make plans to meet up again. But after the guys leave, we see them leaving the building and just kind of walking on the stairs. And they're both, they're all discussing that they have girlfriends and wives. And it is implied that they plan on cheating uh, with their girlfriends and wives. Some of them even have both a girlfriend and a wife. 
um, and they plan on like seeing Phoebe, Monica, and Rachel again. <laughs> um, but since this is Valentine's Day, or this episode of a sudden Valentine's Day, what has been a really good or a really bad Valentine's Day for you? Choose one. <laughs> um, I can't think of a bad one. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I can't think of one either. Like, I can't remember details of, um, of like, Valentine's with Victor, because they're, um, I mean, I guess our first Valentine's, it was the, we started, like, we officially started dating January 1st of 2016, right? Yeah. Uh, and that year, like, we went to like we think we played hooky that day uh, and we went to some restaurant and had a good time there and then I went and took him with me to um Riverside to meet my sister and we had dinner with my sister and it was just a really nice day um that's probably one of my favorite valentines because we bought like little stupid gifts like nothing super meaningful um I gave him a card he gave me a card uh he bought me white chocolate strawberry um lindor truffles um because he knows that i don't like chocolate white chocolate is the only uh exception to chocolate that i will ingest um but that was like it that was it was such a nice day and it was nice that he like went with me all the way to Riverside to see my sister that day. And I don't even think it was on Valentine's day. I think it was like a random day, but we were celebrating Valentine's. Um, that day. I think I had my kids that like on Valentine's and we just so happened to have like no kids on the day that we decided to celebrate. And you, what's your best or worst? <laughs> I think my worst one was um so with my most recent ex man i hope your ears are ringing asshole um <laughs> sure so with my most recent ex um we had been dating let's see if this was valentine's day we probably had been dating for like three months so it was still new um and then the ex that i had before i was dating him actually still wanted to get back together with me and still would hit me up and and would message me on Snapchat. Um, he would just still try to talk to me and, and was trying to get back together with me. Um, so this particular day on Valentine's Day, I was really excited. I got um, my most recent ex. One of his redeeming qualities to me at the time, which now I realize actually means nothing. But while I was dating him, he bought the most exuberant gigantic uh, bouquets of roses and for like special occasions so like birthdays valentine's day anniversaries um he would buy like just gigantic bouquets um and so that day valentine's day he was he did tell me i'm gonna stop by your work and drop something off for you and i was like okay cool thanks so i was with a customer like i had a customer in my office like in person in front of me and someone a coworker, messaged me and they were like hey someone dropped something off for you and so i go to see what it is um and it's this bouquet of pink roses and i'm like oh this is from my boyfriend how cute 
But as I'm going upstairs, I get a call from my boyfriend at the time. And he was like, hey, I'm here to drop something off for you. So then I look at my bouquet of roses and I'm like, well, then who is this from? Okay. Um, so I just put that on my cubicle really quick. I went and I saw him and he had like the large bouquet of red long stem red roses like and I'm like okay so I didn't I didn't say anything about the other bouquet um because I was like maybe they weren't for me um because there was another person with a name similar to mine so I was like maybe it's for them I don't know so like I took them I put them in my desk also and then I was looking at them and I was like who is the smaller bouquet from um and so I I'm like trying to figure it out. And as I'm trying to figure it out, I get a text from my ex. And he was like, hey, did you like your pink roses? So it was like the ex that I had just broken up with that still wanted to get back together with me. <laughs> actually also came to the office and dropped those roses off. Like they missed each other by like five minutes. Like they were probably in the parking lot at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> But I was like, oh, my God. Um, and so because I'm stupid, so first, I felt so bad for my then boyfriend that I gave that bouquet of roses to one of my coworkers because um, I felt even dirty just having it on my desk. And I called him and I told him, hey, let's call him Bernie. Hey, Bernie actually came by the office and gave me these roses, but don't worry. I gave them to somebody else. I just wanted you to know. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me, Laura? And I was like, no, I'm letting you know what happened. And then he got so mad at me. And then I got so mad at him because that's a situation that I could not have helped. I was not flirting with Bernie and not tell Bernie to come and drop off these roses. Like I didn't do anything wrong in that situation. Right. Except maybe the only stupid thing I did was tell him. Um, but I thought he was going to be over by that time. I actually still needed to get him a, a Valentine's day card. I had got him like a little gift, but I didn't get him a card and I love getting cards uh, for Valentine's day anniversaries and such. So I, went to target and when i got to target he was there and i i kind of thought that he was there my then boyfriend because i saw a car that i was like and that looks like um his car but i wasn't sure but when i went inside i actually saw him also picking out a car for me <laughs> and so um i was trying to make conversations like oh my god how funny <laughs> and he just wasn't having it he was so mad at me but buying me a fucking card like he was so angry at me but buying me a card that said like I love you <laughs> and so I was like so weirded out but I was like okay like I'll give you some space so I legitimately left him there standing in the same aisle that I was going to next he left I had asked him to take me home we didn't live far away from Target like, it's definitely within walking distance. But he left. Like, I'd asked him to give me a ride and, like, wait for me. And then we would just won't show each other what we got. But he just left. And so I walked home with a stupid little card that I got him. 
Um, and then when I got there, I was like, yo, do you want to talk about this? Like, cause he had made reservations at a super fancy restaurant. Um, that like, it took him time to be able to get them. So I was like, do you want to talk about this? Do you not want to go to dinner anymore? Because obviously we're mad at each other. So what's the fucking point of us going to dinner if we're going to be mad at each other? Like Valentine's Day is about celebrating love. Like, what are we doing? And he was like, no, I still want to go. I'm just still really angry. And I'm just starting to realize like, how long is Bernie going to be in my life? And, uh, and he said this because, um, so Bernie was kind of belligerent about still hitting on me. Um, like he made it known to everyone that he still wants to get back together with me and that he was trying. Mm-hmm. And then also at that time, we had just gotten a cell phone plan before me and Bernie broke up. So we were still on the same cell phone plan. So sometimes if something happened with the phone, we had to talk to each other. Yeah. So he, he was talking about that. And I was like, dude, but I don't have any feelings for Bernie. I have feelings for you. Like, but if you don't, if you're going to be like this, I don't want to go to dinner. And he's like, no, we're going to dinner. But he was still super angry at me. So I was like, fine, I guess we're going to dinner. So I wrote him a nice card. It didn't say a lot of things because I was pissed off. And while he was writing my card, I got hammered. Like I took like seven shots in a row, like in the span of like 10 minutes while he was writing down my card. And then I dressed in the sluttiest fucking dress that I could find. Uh, so he could take me to the super nice restaurant that would not appreciate me dressed like a slut or being drunk. Um, and I went there and I was super mean to him the entire night. He was super mean to me. And then um, while we were having dinner, I was like passive aggressively poking my food really hard. And he looked embarrassed because people were looking, but I didn't give a fuck. I didn't give a fine fuck. And he then looked at me and he was like, if you were going to be like this, why did we even come to dinner? And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like I yelled at him. I was super loud. I was like, why did we come to dinner? um so that was the worst valentine's day oh ever my god super quick side note about that is our next valentine's day we went to also another super fancy restaurant and there was this couple who was seemingly having the same argument that we had been having a year prior in front of us like in the booth in front of us (laughs) and the way that this restaurant was laid out we actually faced their booth but they faced each other Mm -hmm. but we faced them and so it was almost like we were watching a show it got so dramatic to the point where the girl was trying to pay because she wanted to leave because they were just arguing Mm -hmm. and the guy was like fine pay so she put her card on the table the guy grabbed it and then threw it in her face (gasps) And, like, me and my ex were just like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) and then they got, like, a fucking four-course meal, and they were just fighting the whole entire time. And then we were giggling about the fact that that was us last year. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. I don't think you heard me. I said, are you sure it was for you and not the card? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it was for me um i just oh, yeah i didn't hear you 
We didn't do our mental health check. The mental health. At the beginning. I know. I realized that too. Like probably on the second question. But we can still do it. We can. We still have mental health at the end. We do. How's your mental health? Uh, it's been on and off. Um, I was wearing a heart monitor for two weeks, which made it hard to shower, which is something that I very much enjoy doing, like as a meditative thing for me to do. Like if I have a rough day, that's like a thing that I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to take a long shower. But because I was wearing this damn thing, um, I couldn't take long showers, A. And B, that thing couldn't get wet. So I was taking showers like the hokey pokey, like put my right hand in, I put my left hand um, because I couldn't just shower like a normal person. So that kind of was annoying, um, but it's off now. So I, it's cool, but now I'm just nervous about what they're going to find with the heart monitor. So, you know, on and off, on and off, um, but more good than bad. How is yours? I've been okay. Um, tired, but that's neither here nor there. I'm always tired. Um, nothing crazy happening for me at home. Thankfully, I've adjusted to working from home now for real, for real. Um, the only thing, well, actually, yeah, the only thing that I am stressing about is my child and his grades. Um, I got an email from one of his mm -hmm. teachers that he has not turned in any assignments uh, and then he sent me like a screenshot of all of the assignments that were due this kid has literally turned in four out of like 60. <sighs> oh so then i was like so i love being a mom i hate the parenting portion of being a parent like i yeah do discipline yeah i want to have like a good relationship and they listen and i listen and they do as they're told and for the most part that is what happens my kids are really good kids and if i tell them jump they do say how high however uh when it comes to me actually having to like lay down the law they stop being the loving and adorable cute kids that i love and they talk back and they give lip and it, jesus christ i fight really hard to not like backhand them <laughs> Cause I really want to, especially when they talk back. Yeah. It's like, Hey man, I don't think so. Like you're the one that screwed up. You need to like shut up and listen. Um, and so I had to like, I wasn't feeling good either. I had started my period and I just, I wasn't the best of um, like I was cramping and it was, it was shitty. Um, and so I had to like get up from my just resting uh and go and address his grades and you know whatever and it was he's like oh i didn't know and you know all the excuses that we've given our own parents like you know so yeah, sure. that said yeah. that he was gonna help me and then he didn't and then blah 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 and it was like no 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 no, no. sir you fucked up you didn't do this you need to do it and so I made him turn off his gaming system and I made him do whatever homework he could do and then told him like you need to contact your teacher ASAP um but aside from having to actually be a parent <laughs> it's fine I do it I just don't like to do it yeah I do get scared about that portion actually of parenting 
It's the not so because eventually I think that I think that happens to everyone where even if you have the best kids, like at one point they will be combative. Yeah. It's not fun. No me gusta. Sorry. <laughs> but I hope that he is able to get his shit straight. Oh, me too, because his teacher legit was like, I know that the rumors have been that the kids are going to get a free year, but that's not the case. These grades still matter. And I was like, well, I know that. I didn't think they were going to get a free year. I thought for sure they were going to be a little more lenient, but not necessarily that he could get by with an F. I was like, bro, you're going to repeat ninth grade. That's what's going to happen. You need to stay on top of your shit. And I'm just waiting for him to go back, like for the break to be over to... um be on top of him i already told him like you're gonna be downstairs while i'm working with your camera on so that your teacher could fucking see you no cell phone cell phones better be on my desk because sometimes like i'll be busy and i'm not paying attention but they'll be down here with me and they'll be on their like i'll turn over and they're both on their phones and i'm like excuse you you're in class like get off your phone and so oh i'm sorry 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 and they'll put the phone down but like the minute that i turn my back because i don't have eyes back there literally the minute that I turn around, uh, they do it again. Uh, they're back on their phones. And so when I check back on them, oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. If we were on a break or the teacher was like, talk, it's like, yeah, if the teacher's talking, you're supposed to be paying attention. Um, so I already told them like once break is over, like your cell phones better be on my desk. Your cameras better be fucking on. God damn it. Do your shit. Cause this is your job. My job is to make money. Your job is to get good grades. That's your payment. That's your fucking whatever. Your responsibility. Your contribution. Damn it. Just get good grades. That's it. Anyways, that's it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Pinchy. <sighs> well, thank you guys for joining us on this journey. <laughs> I know. Thank you for letting me. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> this one brought up some shit <laughs> I know I know and fucking I'll... Valentine's Day and exes fucking exes and, ugh. but I hope you guys are staying safe I hope that whenever you're listening to this the pandemic is over but if not be careful <laughs> and always stay hydrated and get boozy. Get boozy first and then hydrate. <laughs> How about get hydrated, get boozy, and then get hydrated again? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.